Hey, welcome back, everybody, to the Crosspoint Church Scripture Podcast, where today we have a two-for-one deal for you. This is your host, Josiah, one of the pastors at Crosspoint Church. If you're a part of Crosspoint and that's what brought you to this podcast, I'm so glad you're here. Um, anyone is welcome, though. If you've never even heard of Crosspoint Church, we're glad you're here. We're glad you're a listener. And, of course, you feel free to pass this podcast on to anybody you think it would help them. Um, as I said up front, we have a two-for-one deal for you, dude. Sometimes there's just too much scripture in each verse, and you got to have two, and that's the way it is today. We're going to be in the book of Titus. It's one of the last um, letters of Paul. So if you can turn in your New Testament all the way back to Paul, and you're going First Timothy, Second Timothy, all right, we'll get back that way, and you'll find Titus in there. And it's a letter a lot like the two that he wrote to Timothy because it's written to a younger uh, elder, pastor uh, that was a mentor by Paul and Paul's writing instruction to them. Great letters, especially if you're involved in ministry at any level, you know, even if it's not pastor, it'll, you're still going to learn a lot. Great. Um, let, first and second Timothy Titus are great reading. If you just belong to a church because it can help you see, you know, what church was supposed to be and some of the things about leadership and pro and con and just good reading. So if you've ever avoided them because you're thinking, well, I'm not a pastor, I don't know you know, what this has to do with me, don't do that. Go read them. This good stuff. And we're going to prove it today. All right? These are powerful verses today. I'm excited. So Titus chapter 3, and we're going to read both 4 and 5, okay? Double play. So Titus 3, 4 and 5, reading from the ESV says, But when the goodness and loving kindness of God our Savior appeared, he saved us not because of works done by us in righteousness, but according to his own mercy, by the washing of regeneration and renewal of the Holy Spirit. Okay. But when the goodness and loving kindness of God our Savior appeared, he saved us, not because of works done by us in righteousness, but according to his own mercy, by the washing of regeneration and renewal of the Holy Spirit. All right, there's so much good stuff in here that we're going to run out of time before we run out of stuff. But um, first of all, this is a one of those powerful parts of Scripture where you get the gospel really just outlined for us in detail. Okay, so it's always important because the gospel is the central message um, of the Bible and of God to a lost humanity. So that's why, you know, the gospel is where we is the foundation of it all, you know, how God saved us. And so this verse contains it. You guys notice that it's the goodness and loving kindness of God. He's the one who saved us. He's our savior. It appeared. We didn't find it. We didn't manufacture it. We didn't come up with it. It appeared. It was revealed to us. He saved us. You know, it wasn't us. We didn't clean it up. We didn't work our way back to him. Verse five, he saved us. And just in case we missed the point of grace, says, not because of works done by us in righteousness. All right, Paul just wants to make that plain, that the basis of our relationship with God is not based on our performance, our works. Well, what is it based on then? Well, 5 continues, but according to his own mercy. Okay, it was God's own mercy on us, and it was done. We are being saved by the washing of regeneration and renewal of the Holy Spirit, a modern way to put it is God loved us the way we were, but he loved us too much to leave us that way. Okay. So you kind of have the entirety of the Christian faith in a little package here. Of course, you'd need unpacking and explaining and teaching. I know that. 
this can't be your whole Bible, but it is a great um, compass. It's a great center. It's definitely one I would put to memory if if you can, because it's really going to help center you. All right, I want to show you something else that's in here. Um, people talk about the Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. You're like, this is kind of confusing. I understand all that. I think what this scripture helps us to see is that, you know, kind of the bottom line of it is that God emphasizes that his identity is revealed as Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. You can get more complicated about it if you want. You, we can. There's arguments, there's controversy, but more of a life-giving view of it, I think, is seeing in scripture how it's used interchangeably, and I'll show you what I mean. So here it says, but when the goodness and loving kindness of God, so it doesn't specify, you know, the Father or Jesus or anything, it just calls God overall our Savior. Isn't that neat? I don't know, and I don't want to say without checking, but I'll say it's I will say it's at least rare that anyone is referred to as our Savior, except when it's identified as Jesus directly. So Jesus is our Savior. But what's cool here is that God is called our Savior. You'll notice. So that means Jesus, just like he said when he was here, his ministry was tied up in he was just the revelation of God, the revelation of the Father. And we know from his baptism, John the Baptist baptizes him, says the Holy Spirit descended on him as a dove, so that the things he did, he did by the Holy Spirit. So it's Father, Son, and Holy Spirit all acting as one, not three different gods, one God revealed in Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. It goes on here, he saved us, not because of works done by righteousness, but according to his own mercy, by the washing of regeneration and renewal of the Holy Spirit. So it's like you have Father, Son, and Holy Spirit all here in just two verses, you know, of course, moving as one because they are one. It's it's just God, you know. So it doesn't remove all the mystery from it. It's not supposed to, you know. It's a, it's a powerful mystery. You aren't God, neither am I, and his being goes beyond our understanding. You know, you would think so if he was a create, uncreated holy creator of everything there is. All right, now um, we need to go above it. There's going to be some cool stuff. And we know we need to go above for context because it says, but when the goodness and loving kindness of God our Savior appeared. So you wonder what Paul was talking about to bring this up. And we know he's talking about something because there's but. So let's go up to verse 1. Remind them to be submissive to rulers and authorities, to be obedient. He's talking to Titus about um, things he should teach his people, to be obedient, to be ready for every good work, to speak evil of no one, to avoid quarreling, to be gentle, and to show perfect courtesy toward all people. Why would we do that, Paul? For we ourselves were once foolish, disobedient, led astray, slaves to various passions and pleasures, passing our days in malice and envy, hated by others and hating one another, okay? So apt description. I, I, it's a hard one, but it's very true. I, and from my experience of what I was doing before I knew Christ, and as I look out on our world today, this sounds extremely familiar to me, okay? Foolish, disobedient, led astray, slaves to various passions and pleasures, passing our days in malice and envy, hated by others and hating one another. And that's when the but comes in, verse 4. This is how the gospel came like a light into this sort of world. But when the goodness and loving kindness of God our Savior appeared, he saved us. Saved us from what? From what we just read. Disobedience, foolishness, led astray, 
slavery to various passions and pleasures, malice, envy, hating other people and being hated. God has saved us. Not because of works we had done. We were those people that we just got done talking about, slaves, hating, but because of works, but according to his own mercy and by the washing of regeneration, renewal of the Holy Spirit. All right, at the end of five is a comma, so it's important to go ahead a few verses and just see where this is taking us, all right? So, and renewal of the Holy Spirit, whom he poured out on us richly through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Isn't that neat? So you have Jesus listed as Savior. God was already listed as Savior. The Holy Spirit was listed as the um, the instigator, the one who's doing the washing and regeneration and renewal. But he was poured out on us richly through Jesus Christ, our Savior. It's what Jesus said that He would, when he ascended to heaven, he would pour out that promised Holy Spirit. So that, verse 7, so that being justified by his grace, we might become heirs according to the hope of eternal life. All right, there's that final promise of, of the gospel and the fact that God is putting this world right and those who want to be included in on it are those who go and respond um, to his gospel and to his grace. So like I said, guys, there's just so much here, right? Isn't that cool? That's a lot. Uh, just some ver- just a couple of verses in Titus chapter 3. So if you thought that this little book of Titus didn't have anything to do with you, now now we know different. There's just such good stuff in here. It would repay, like I said, being uh, memorized and then prayed over and just thought over. Just so much good stuff here. Um, where can we see Jesus in here? Well, it's about him, right? It's about his ministry. This points to why you know, the condition of the world, when he came, the why he came to show us the goodness and loving kindness of God, uh, to save people, uh, t- to pour out the Holy Spirit, to provide justification by his grace, okay, to be to include others in on his inheritance. All right, so this is just basically a, a description and a background of his entire ministry. And uh, as far as practical for our Christian life, I mean, this is everything. So <laughs> I think all in all, um, whatever you're going through um, and practically today, this should speak to it. If it doesn't, I'd, I'd be amazed. All right, guys, um, love being with you. Great scriptures here, um, memorable ones, maybe one to text to somebody today um, by way of encouragement. Uh, We'll see you next time.